0: Welcome to the Caregivers Toolbox: Tools for Everyday Caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McKenna. Hey, everybody. My name is Ryan McKenna. I am the host of the Caregivers Toolbox, and today we are doing a blitz episode. Usually, our our podcasts come out on Tuesdays. Be honest with you with uh, with the. With the Thanksgiving and, uh, we've gotten busy here at Minute Women. Um, Janet and I just haven't had the chance to sit down and do some podcasts, but, um, I see articles all the time and I share them. So if you, if you, um, haven't liked the caregiver's toolbox on, um, On Facebook, please do so. Or if you want to find me personally um, on Twitter, you can find me on that or on LinkedIn. My name is Ryan McEniff. Uh, If you just type that in, you'll be able to find me. Um, But one of the things that I try to share multiple times a day is articles that pertain to uh, private home care, um, or senior care in general. Um, but also one of the things that interests me quite a bit is finances. And the reason being is because I own a private home care company, um, 100% of my business is dealing with uh, private finances. I don't take any insurance. I don't take Medicare or Medicaid. So one of the things that I always look at and, and is always surprising me, and I was always interested in even before I owned Men and Women, was uh the state that we are in as a country with how we save and i 'm not here to get into the politics of of uh, the middle class disappearing and the rich versus the war and class warfare i 'm interested in more of the um, just the facts and today i was I was on LinkedIn very briefly, and I noticed an article that was posted called um, uh, the, 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 the title of the post is one in five American households have zero or negative wealth. And this was on marketwatch.com. So if you type in marketwatch.com into Google and you, and you say one in five American households have zero or negative wealth, this article will come out. It was published December 2nd. Uh, I saw it today and it was just basically an article about how People are still underwater, even though the economy is is blown and going right now. Um, a lot of homes have come back from their uh, recession lows, while a lot of houses have not not come back. And because of that, people are still underwater. And um, you know that's a very scary thing to think about because it's not just hey we don't have an emergency fund or hey we don't have one or two thousand dollars to be able to set aside in case the hot water heater. Goes, we're talking about people that uh, that are so in debt that don't have the ability to get a loan at all. I mean, maybe they're living uh, uh, paycheck to paycheck or living off of credit card loans. Um, these people might have underwater mortgages or have uh, huge amounts of student loan debt, but a job that doesn't pay for things. But the reason I bring this up is because one of the big concerns I have about the senior care industry is how are we going to pay for the millions of people that are going to be needing care in the upcoming 10 and 20 years? Um, we have started to see the baby boomers age, but for as, as, a, as a whole, the baby boomers are still relatively young. They're they might be older, they might be considered seniors, but a lot of them still aren't frail. They, they still have their mind, they still have their body, and they haven't really started to um, uh, uh, physically or mentally um, uh, fail in, in huge numbers like we'll see probably in the next 5 to 10 years. Um, and as in the next 5 to 10 years those people um, do start to age and do start to need help, are they going to have the money? that is going to cost to get them the care that they want. And it's not just with private home care. It's also with assisted livings, and it's also with skilled nursing facilities. Many people don't understand, and we try to educate everybody with the caregiver's toolbox, is that skilled nursing facilities would ideally like you to spend down your money, and then you would go on to Medicaid. Um, So there is a spend down if you have that. But I'm not going to get into all of this. It just means that it costs money to get care for a loved one unless you're going to be doing it yourself. Um and even that does cost money because many statistics through the AARP show not only are family caregivers not getting paid for their work, which is bad enough, but they're not they're spending their own money to provide care for people whether that's on food, whether that's on um household um needs, whether that's on um actual care like buying hospital beds, whatever that might be. And in addition, these family caregivers are not working as much. So that's lost income as well. Um, And the concern I have with the baby boom generation is that they weren't really big savers. That was the generation that didn't have uh, the Great War. It didn't have a huge Great Recession like the World War II generation had, which had a recession, uh, not a recession, excuse me, a Great Depression, um, and it had a huge World War. Obviously, we've had wars like this, but overall, the baby boomer generation has had economically a pretty good outlook. You had a, a stock market that it's done phenomenally well all on, on average. You have housing prices that have gone up on average. And, um, if you've been able to play your cards right, there should be a pretty good nest egg there. But the problem being in the concern and a lot of these articles I read is that a lot of these baby boomers spent a lot of money as well. You know, uh, I remember when I was driving, um, with my dad, when I was younger, there was this huge house. I was like, oh man, that's a huge house, Dad. I don't know, I was twelve or thirteen and and I said, Wow, look at that big house. And my dad looked at me, he goes, It also comes with a big mortgage, son. And I always remember that. Like, you know, it's great to have a big house. And if you're sitting here And you have, and listening to me and you have a big house, good for you. I'm glad for you. You know, that's capitalism. But also that big house does come with a big price tag associated with it. And when you have a three-car garage, generally people that have a three-car garage figure out a way to put three cars in that that three-car garage. And when you have a 4,000-square-foot home or a 3,500 to 5,000-square-foot home... You got to spend a lot of money to furnish those homes. And then everybody's got to go to a private school, whether that's high school, elementary, or if it's a private college. And that all costs lots and lots of money. And the baby boomer generation was the first generation that seemed to have a lot of credit, access to huge amounts of credit cards, huge amounts of loans, kind of the first generation that wasn't buying houses um, with cash and cars with cash, you know, these, 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 Items became more and more expensive and you needed loans and to take on debt to do this. And because of that, a lot of people are still underwater or a lot of people don't have savings. And that is a big concern I have for the next 20 years. Um, Almost all the time when I'm speaking with people at networking events or speaking events or just out in public at the grocery store and inevitably somebody asks you, what do you do for a living? I tell them I'm in private home care and nine times out of 10 people say, that's a great industry to be in, right? With all the aging boomers and, and just an outstanding industry. They say, oh, I should have gotten in that industry. Da, 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 da. I get this feeling that people think that um, it's just, you know, money falling from the sky and all I have to do is go up and shake a tree. And all of a sudden I, I have a few thousand dollars falling out of it, which we all know isn't the case. But What I try to tell people is my concern is that, yeah, there are a lot of baby boomers that are, uh, aging, but there are also a lot of baby boomers that spent a lot of money and whether that was, they personally did it because they wanted the BMW, they wanted the nice jewelry what they wanted the big house, those status items, or maybe it's because they weren't able to save enough. And when the recession hit, they had to sell out their 401k because they weren't able to have, they weren't liquid enough, or maybe. Um, circumstances that have nothing to do with overspending and being gluttonous in that regard, but it just doesn't feel like there's as much money in the baby boomer generation as it seemed that the World War II generation saved that, um, we're caring for predominantly right now. So one of those things to think about, and I'd love to get your feedback on Facebook. And again, I'm going to promote it a little bit more, the Caregiver's Toolbox over on Facebook. Is your opinion on this? Like, what what do you think is going to happen with the baby boomer generation and the huge amounts of people that are going to be aging, the huge strain it's going to put be put on on an over already overstrained healthcare system? We don't have enough CNAs, we don't have enough workers to provide the care for the the, the people who need it. But on top of that, what happens if we find out that uh, a lot more people than we expected don't have the cash to be able to pay for these things and and don't have the money to pay for private home care and assisted livings and skilled nursing facilities. And they go into a nursing home already on Medicaid or uh, basically on Medicaid. I think that's a big concern that we need to have as a country. I don't necessarily have the answers for it. I don't know if anybody does, but... Um, you know, I wanted to do a Blitz episode to talk about this because it is a very big concern of mine. So I'd love to hear your feedback on it, but I think it's going to be um, a problem that we deal with in the future that a lot of people are going to be needing care, but there's not a whole lot of funds to be able to pay for it. So, um, you know, we'll try to get back on track with Uh, the regular podcast with Janet and I or doing a interview like we did last week and hopefully people enjoyed that. But I wanted to reach out quickly and let you know about that. You know, it's again, it's on marketwatch.com and, um, you know, it is a big concern of mine. So, you know, these are the type of uh, articles that I will be sending out. I send them out on Twitter. I send them out on LinkedIn. I send them out on the Caregiver's Toolbox. So if you want to like one of those, if you want to like all three of them, feel free to interact, connect with me, and and let me know what you think. And if you find great articles that you think are important to know about, tweet them at me. I'm more than happy to look at them and we can bring them into a podcast. So I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. We got Christmas coming up. It's crazy over here. As a private business, you can imagine end of the year rush trying to get everything um, ready for 2018 gets a lot of uh, stress going. It's 6:21 on Tuesday, the 5th of December. So I'm here pretty late at the office. Um, but I hope all of you are doing very well. Happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. And, uh, we'll reach out next week with another podcast. Have a good one.